Welcome to The Daily Degenerate, the ultimate sports and entertainment podcast for your busy life. My name is Cohen Hughes, co-host and producer, and I'm joined by Los Angeles' very own Maddie Goldberg. We appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode. the daily degenerate podcast number 42 the jackie robinson episode i'm maddie goldberg in cold chilly los angeles and joined by and i'll let him take it away somewhere in georgia i forget what this damn town is called you can just say metro atlanta but ladies and gentlemen for those of you who don't know me my name is cohen hughes i am the johnny sins of podcasting i am the michael rapaport of the south I am Podcast Poppy, and last but not least, I am the professional devil's advocate. Matty Goldberg, happy Hanukkah. Yeah, man, I was at a crazy Hanukkah party a few nights ago. It was ridiculous. This girl started rapping how she was a real Jew. Yeah, just out of nowhere, she just like brought a little boombox and started rapping. Uh, a lot of old ladies there. Of course. One super hot lady just fucking shut me down big time. Hell yeah. Big time. My buddy was trying to like, 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 oh, this is Maddie. He's a funny comedian. He's written two books. She's like, go. Oh, and then, and I'm like, you know, I, I felt weird because the girl was so good looking. Yeah. That you just, it's like one of those things where she's the type of chick she walks in the room and every guy makes a beeline for her you know that? yeah so you're like well what am i supposed to do because you know you just know like you're nobody different than anybody else you know yeah so i don't know if you ever been in that situation have you yes so i was like i didn't know how to play it and my friend was like trying to talk me up to her and i mean she's like you know like she, he's like he wrote two books and I was, she's like, what are they about? I'm like, one's a memoir and one's self-essays. And then she goes, oh. And then she goes, self-published? Like I was a loser because they weren't like published by fucking Simon Schuster or some shit. And it just shut me down big time. Yeah. And I was just, then I started getting nutty at the party. Like that just put me in a crazy mood. So I just started saying really crazy shit really loud, embarrassing everybody. Nice. I was like, that girl shits probably once a day, and she farts 12 times a day. You know she farts 12 <laughs> times a day. And, and the point is, I'm screaming it, and all these Jews are like looking at me like I'm fucking out of my mind. Well, uh, you are. To say that chick farts and, 12 times a day. Well, I was just trying to be like, you think you're so, your shit don't stink. It's yeah. like, you got this hot dress on. You're just a slob like the rest of us, honey. You're no better than me. You're no better than anybody there, you know? So. Stuck up L.A. girls. Oh, yeah, the worst. And, um, oh, just terrible, man. Just, it, it, it got in my head. I don't know why, but it got in my head. So that was that. You know, I'm not really that religious, you know, so I'm just like. New Year's Eve is going to burn because, you know, it's the first year without my girlfriend. So that's going to, you know, you don't give a fuck because you'll probably watch, like, you'll be into, like, the Utah Jazz are playing New Year's Eve or something. Let's get it. Or the, or the Meineke Bowl with, like, Tulane versus Eastern Tennessee State. Hell yeah. We'll keep your mind. That's all you give a fuck about. You I, lo- I, I, I love little gimmicky sports. I wish I was like you because you don't give a fuck about holidays. You don't give a fuck about chicks. Mm-mm. You just live, man. You just want to, like, watch sports, drink, gamble. I mean, you give a fuck about the Atlanta fucking Timbers versus the Portland whatever the fuck. Um, the MLS. Maddie is referring to the MLS Cup, which is going to go on tomorrow, Saturday, at 7 o'clock p.m. in Atlanta between my Atlanta United and the Portland Timbers. It's a very, show. It's a showdown between two of the biggest fan bases in the MLS. This is a good fight. Very, very, very smart for them to put it on this day because they used to put it on a Sunday at one during like NFL. Uh, no thanks. 
So now it's a Saturday. Only thing they have is the Army Navy game, which I think starts at like two or three. I was about to say that's a midday thing, isn't it? Yeah, and this is a sad time because sports is like kind of that Saturday, Sunday insanity of football, like just all the time is over. You yeah, know? we're no, we're no longer in that regular season period where you can you can literally flip on a TV and find a football game on. I mean, I'm looking at today. Holy shit. So I got this site on called PickingDuck.com. It's got all the spreads. So, like, tomorrow's all, like, the Division 1A, AA. So you got, like, North Dakota State is playing, all that shit. Kennesaw State like, is playing, too. They're playing um, Wofford, the Bulldogs. So they're in, their, so they're in the playoffs for their yes. – They're playing, yes. actually, South Dakota State. Really? At 2 o'clock your time. Yes. Now, at noon, or 3 o'clock your time, noon my time, Army's playing Navy. Army's actually favored by six and a half points, which is incredible. Army's team is really good this year, though. Yeah, they, they're usually the underdog, and they usually lost like many years in a row. And the over-under is low as fuck. It's 40 points. It's God pretty darn low. Um, especially for a college game. Yeah. They should have a bet on how many times the ball is going to be passed. Where's it at? Is it, is it at West Point? Uh, where does it say? It doesn't say on this website. I mean, they usually switch it between Maryland, New York. Annapolis or... and West Point. Yeah, Philly. Oh, they said Philly. They're doing Philly. So it's like Philly, the Meadowlands, or where the Ravens play in Baltimore. Um... So Saturday's a pretty dead day besides the soccer, and I'll I'll, I'll get into the soccer. Uh, I'm not like Mike Francesa. I like soccer. They are, you, they are in Philadelphia. Did I, I play that whole? Did you listen to that whole the Mike link. Francesa gets trolled? Thing? Yeah, I actually did the other day. I like, like like when I was going to bed, I listened to it. What was your favorite one? My favorite one um, was the one. Uh, fuck! It was uh, he. Like he was asking him about like How a horse. Doing? Oh yeah, the horse was connected. The, the 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 horse went, and then like the guy didn't know what he was talking about. Like he waited yeah. an hour and a half to to mix up the names of the horses on he goes, air. He goes, he goes, the horse from Schenectady won, right? And he's like, he's what like, are you what? what are you talking about? Like he didn't he goes, know. He goes, who won the horse race, Mike? He goes, they haven't raced the horse yet. He goes, yeah, but the the ten horses from Schenectady, right? They just the guy was just fucking with Mike to confuse him. What about how you doing? Um, yeah, dude, right. he just yeah, kept question. on. He said, nah, nah, I just want you to tell me how you're doing. Like, what you been up to? I, 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 I see you went to Sandals on the vacation. What'd you guys do? Because, you know, like, what's the point? Because I went to Great Adventure on my vacation. How you doing? He goes, I'm doing fine. You got a thing about sports? He nah. goes, no, I wanted to tell you how you're doing. Because I'm doing good. I want to know you're doing good. So how you doing? He's like, yeah, oh, I'm doing man. good. What's your point? Get to the point. Start talking. That was troll ball busting a level one thousand. So we have a, a boring tomorrow besides the soccer game, I guess. And you know, I'll watch Army Navy, and I love the troops. God bless them. I support them, and I will definitely watch the game. And I'll, like a good American, I'll probably put money on it. Yeah. I'll, I'll do a little research on this over under how good Army is. If they're that much better than Navy. I'll probably because uh, you know who's you know Trump is handling the coin toss right. Oh, uh, it's awesome. Good for <laughs> Trump. Good to get out here in the public with us peons. Yeah, uh, I'm sure he'll uh, hear some cheers and boos. <laughs> yeah, now he'll probably hear mostly mostly cheers. I would think. Yeah, with the military. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's not exactly a crowd that's going to boo him. No. Um. And even like that, that's a crowd that you couldn't boo him because, like, even if you did want to boo him, like, everyone around you would kick your ass. What did you think about uh, Matthew Del Dova going back to the Cavs? Yeah, I thought, um, let's see, let me pull up the package. They sent, um, they received Del Dova and who? John Henson? Yeah, yeah, they, um, they got John Henson and Del Vadova, and they traded George Hill and Sam Decker. So this really was a was a pretty low level trade. Neither teams got better, neither teams got worse. They're just switching around money and contracts. Yeah, I mean, maybe that would bring LeBron back. 
Maybe. I mean, Del Vadova is, is LeBron's favorite. He loved playing with Matthew Del Dova. Yeah, because Del Dova would, would take all the cheap shot missions and do the dirty work, breaking people's ankles and stuff. I mean, all kidding aside, we should talk about the game last night. Derrick Henry, who I'm pissed off. I got to play your buddy, the Coon, Jeremy yep. Coon. Uh, and Derrick Henry was heading for Trent Richardson land territory for his career. Bustville. He had, he had a great season last year. This year he did nothing. And I was like so high on him. I drafted him pretty early. And he just was running into the line, two yards of carry. I had him on my bench. And last night he has this epic uh, game, epic fantasy game. 47 points. I don't even want to know his, like, you know, how many touchdowns or how many yards you ran for. It's just too Four. painful. Because so if I did play him, you'd have to say I won right there. Oh, yeah. 47 like, points from one I, guy. I that's a good bank. start. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks. And it's like, it's such a bummer because I know I'm going to lose. Because, you know, when you get to the fantasy playoffs, it's a crapshoot. Oh, yeah. There's it's no skill involved shoot. in that because because guys will be sitting. There will be an injury at practice. The, and the football is just too crazy. Day. Yeah. You can you can you can be thirteen and one and have the worst. That's what happened to me last year. I won the regular season in my league yeah. and then I had the first round by. Whenever I got in my first game in the playoffs, which was the second round, I literally put up like eighty nine points. Yeah, you never know when you're due for a terrible day. And that's mm-hmm. why the, 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 the league the regular season league winner should win something. Mm-hmm. I mean there's the you know but it is what it is. Those are the rules. I didn't play them. I didn't make them, I'm just enforcing them. Uh, Tennessee wins easily yesterday. The offense looked good last night. Tennessee's offense looked like, even though the the, the running attack carried most of the load, out, outside of that one safety in the end zone, Tennessee's offense looked really good. Put up, what, 30 points? Yeah, I mean, they ran the bell, the ball well. Jacksonville, you know, I don't know how hard they're going to play on the road. Oh they, oh, they checked out already. That was they pitiful checked out. performance. Um, you know, Mariota, I have debates. I don't think he's that good. You know, 18 for 24, 162, one pick, 13 yards rushing. Really didn't have to do much, but no, didn't, didn't do anything to, do to hurt his team. Uh, Kessler, probably not the answer for the Jags. But he made a few know. good throws last night that I saw on the TV. Yeah. But absolutely, I think they're just doing that just to try to get, light a fire under Bortles to see if they can get one last to check. Well, no, nah, I, I think they've given up on Bortles. Really? I don't I don't. I don't I don't think they can go back to him next year. The same team that, I, that, I that went back done. to Doug Marone this year, I think, could make that mistake. I, I just don't see them giving Bortles another year to be the guy. I, I, I wouldn't personally know. You're 100% right. I personally wouldn't. But the same team that used Marone like this, yeah, they might. I mean, when I, when I watch Bortles, I'm like, if they're down 3 nothing, like He's say as a, Patri- as a Patriot fan, if they're down 14 nothing, I got Tom Brady. I'm, I'm like, we're in this game. Yep. Blake Bortles down three zip. I'm like, it's over. It's over for him. He's got to score first, and, and the defense yeah. has got to score twice. And he's just got to hand the ball off, and hopefully, you know, Fournette does his thing. Yeah. But Fournette, 14 for 36. His longest rush was seven yards. Uh, what a joke this team has been this year. They, oh, yeah. uh, embarrassingly, my Super Bowl prediction is a fucking mess. Jacksonville versus the Vikings. I don't think that's going to happen, but you never know, right? <laughs> hey, you never know. I mean, the Jags are three and one. The Jags started three and one and lost seven straight, and then are one and one in their last two. Yeah, what an absolute fucking dumpster fire. Yeah, I gotta say this: I will set up a confidence pool. I gotta get going. I gotta start like setting up a pool to make it good. You gotta just start hitting people up, hitting people up. So, mm-hmm. come Monday, I'll start hitting people up. To uh, they'll do a ten dollar confidence pool for all the bowls. Nice. It's pretty much luck, you know. Yeah, you, you know. Every once in a while, somebody gets hot, picks a lot of games right, but it's pretty much luck. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm in a movie next Thursday too, so I'm filming a movie next Thursday all day. I play an ice cream truck delivery guy. Oh yeah, yeah. You uh, you told me that about two weeks ago, I think. That's yeah. Hilarious. So it's it's about a pizza guy who's like a famous boxer. Who now owns like a his like pizza place is run down. He's all fat and he's a loser. And I'm just like the like friend who goes to the bar and just shits on him. Nice. Pretty much what I do to you on this show, you know. 
Yeah, but shit on you. I was never, I, I was never a good boxer. I wish I was. But it's out of love, though. But the, I see, I, I, I see, I, I tease you out of love. No, and and so, and, and we we love you, Matty Goldberg. Aww. Even even with your teasing aside. Even Thomas Penleno gave me that shitty fucking Hawaii pick. Yes, he does. God, Matty, that was week one. You got to learn how to let things go. I will never let that go. I want him back on this podcast, and I will never let it go. Good. We'll have him on next week now that you say that. He hasn't been on in so, a while. So what's going on in the NBA? Anything good on the NBA before we get into the – or should we get into the Seattle has a hockey team? Um, Don't you think they'd just rather have a, a basketball team? Oh, they like, would like, They would much rather. The, the, the sting of losing the Sonics still haunts the people of Seattle. Absolutely. Don't you think they're just like, all right, well, that's fun and all, but give us our basketball team back. If, if, if I was the NBA, I, I would just take Brooklyn and just fizzle them out. Yeah, Brooklyn's a the waste si- of time. The, the city doesn't need two basketball teams. I get it. Different no. boroughs, different Bronx and city. You know, I, I, I get that. Look, I grew up there. It, it's, it, you know, it was okay with the New Jersey Nets. There was a few moments the Nets were, were good. But, you know, people who go to Brooklyn, they, go to, they don't really root for the Brooklyn Nets. No. They go to, like, watch a pro basketball game or they're, they grew up somewhere else and their team is playing there. Yeah, no, it's no, all it's, like LA it's, uh, and and Atlanta. They're yeah. the the only time that I'll outwardly try and go to an NBA game in Atlanta is when my two teams come to play, the Clippers and the Jazz. I'm definitely a huge Jazz fan, but the Clippers, I, I still root for them. When you go to a Falcons game, you've been to a bunch. What team brings the most fans? Um, the the Ravens actually brought a good good number of fans last week. Um, the Packers. Usually bring a, a lot of people to town. Um, yeah. Saint, the Saints, of course, are pr- probably the most though. But that's just because it's a, it's a rivalry. Were you by, were you near? Uh, were you at the Ravens game? No, I was not. I could have went with, for with five dollars in my pocket because there the stadium was half empty. God, what a mess! When they're not winning, the place just turns into a mess, huh? Mm-hmm. And 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 I would go. But well, I think good news for you. I think they're gonna give Dan Quinn one more year, and if it, if it goes like this, he'll be out. It won't go like this again. There's no way it it, it can. And I, I don't think Steve Sarkeesian's gonna make it past this season. I I'm I wouldn't be super 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 upset if it didn't. I don't necessarily love Sarkeesian. I I think he gets unfair criticism around here, and that's well documented on this podcast. But yeah, it's. Matt, Matt Ryan, I think if, if Sarkeesian gets fired, this will be his sixth or seventh different offensive coordinator in his career. Why can't they just get one guy in there? We had him. I'll tell you the guy. a fucking head coaching job. Sean Heimer's a good, good uh, offensive coordinator. Yeah, I'd like him. Or, or if Pat Shermer doesn't work out in New York, I'd like to have him run the offense. Yeah, Shermer, Shermer's an offensive coordinator. He's mm-hmm. not a head coach. No, he's not. I, I was watching that game with my buddy in New York, and we're just like – this guy just can't win a fucking football game. He can't. Like, you're up by 10 points in a minute to go. How do you end up in overtime? Granted, yeah. they won. But yeah, they still won, but outside, like, they got out of their own way to win, you know? So what's going on in the NBA? Um, NBA. So the Jazz won last night against the Houston Rockets. Rudy Gobert was ejected with less than three minutes into the game because he smacked um, – the water cup off of the uh, scorer's table. Um, if you haven't seen it, that's actually a pretty funny video. Yeah. Like, he's so tall. Like, to see him slap something as small as a cup is funny. You thought it was cool, huh? Yeah, yeah. Good good fire in a system, you know? I like that kind of... I'm looking at the standings right now, and it's kind of shocking. Mm-hmm. No, the NBA, like, the West is, is on its head this year. Like, Denver is 17-7. The Clippers are... Houston Rockets are two under. Yep. Your Jazz are at 500. Yep. Then on the your 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 Hawks are way but, well, you know, garbage. Yeah, the Hawks are the fucking The Knicks shitty. are garbage. The, the Brooklyn Nets are garbage. Now, well, well, Brooklyn's only dropped four in a row because they're missing um, Karis LeVert. The Celtics are four over, which is a little surprising. Yeah, now nah, they should be way better. You know, I, t- I said I don't even know shit about basketball, but I was like... The, the Raptors are going to be much better they than are. they got the guy from San Antonio. And you said no. Eh, I didn't think they would be this good, but 
Like me and Penland said today on the Association Podcast, the NBA affiliate of the Daily Degenerate. Um, yeah. I, me, he he even brought this up. This wasn't me just hating on the on the rappers. They're just not built for the playoffs. They shoot no. too many twos, and um, Kyle Lowry well, disappears. The, well, this year they have a different, you know, because they have a dead guy. What's his name? Nick Nurse. Sean Leonard. Oh, they, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Um, they still shoot too many twos. They kind of have like a ball stopping offense, even though it moves. The bench is good. They're just not really. They're kind of like the Thunder. They're not really built for the playoffs. Yeah, well, they're lucky they're in such a weak division now. Oh, oh, All yeah. The, the, the East, really the East the is the JV division, dude. The East yeah. is horrible. So this year they have no excuses not to make the finals. Oh no! Oh no! They should but, definitely make and win the finals. But they will, they will complain and complain to get no respect, and then we'll see what we do in yep. the playoffs. We'll see if the Celtics turn it around because the Celtics have talent. Gordon Hayward, uh, your boy, put up 30 points the other day. He's coming back. Look, it takes time. Like, look at Deshaun Watson. He started out shitty this year. He's been awesome. I mean, when you go after a leg injury, it takes a little time to get back. Give it time. And and I'm sure you are I, so I ain't happy giving to him see shit. that. I ain't giving him shit. I'm sure you were like, wow, good for you, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, I, back. I, I've been praying for him lately. You, you, so that, that's, I just, I never, I haven't looked at the NBA standings. I just did. I'm like, wow, that's surprising. Mm-hmm. The LA Clippers are, um, they, they've cooled off lately, but through the month, the, through the late November, they were white hot. Crazy well, hot. It's all about getting rid of fucking Doc Rivers' son. That guy is so bad. Terrible, <laughs> the worst. And now he's now he's on Washington. And Washington stinks. Uh, there's there's 15 guys that suit up a night. So yeah, but somehow he was playing big time minutes when he shouldn't have been. They just didn't have anybody. Like whenever Chris Paul went one of the bench, that's all we had to to work with. Wow, the Clippers are 16 and eight. Yep, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Whoever tried to tell me the Doc Rivers it it isn't a good coach. I think it was you. We have both L.A. teams in the playoffs, which yep. is always fun out here. Mm-hmm. When you get both teams in the playoffs, it's really fun. The Lakers have been – it's weird because when I first moved here, the Lakers were awesome. It was the end of Kobe. The first year I lived out here, it was Kobe versus the Celtics in the finals yep. that the Lakers won. I was fucking pissed. I just got a girlfriend who was a huge Laker fan, and that was not a good night. Like We were like – she was a cool girl. She got married. She had a kid, but she was rooting for her L.A. Lakers, and I, like, punched something. She was like, wow, you take basketball serious, man. Holy fuck. It's like, bitch, I take it sports serious, okay? I did not want the Celtics to lose to this shitty lake. Like, you, you just, like, there's a lot of Armenians out here. You guys don't have Armenians in Atlanta, right? Well, we have, like, a few, but not to the clip that I'm sure you guys have. Yeah, we have a lot of Armenians. I'm not trying to be racist or nothing, but... <laughs> so... That's how that, that's how racism always pops off. I'm not trying to be of racist course. or anything, but well, there's a really funny story about this Armenian guy. So I was at I was there used to be a comedy show at a pool hall. It was like a pool hall, and then they had like a, a back room to do comedy. Yeah, and it was actually a pretty big show. Eric Andre was on it. It became mm-hmm. a pretty big star. This girl yeah. Tracy Stump, who's now like a host, she like hosts shit. Hottest chick ever. Check out Tracy Stump. All right, let's see. So I'm. I'm S-T-U-M-F is her last name, I think. Cute. Total smoke show. I think I DM'd her by accident. I was like, I had a dream you made out. That wasn't creepy, was it? Kind of. I was like, oh my god, I had the weird... But we were friends. She actually said I was cute. She goes, this next guy's cute. Damn, she's pretty hot. Yeah, so she was the host. But before that, I get I got there early because I wanted to watch the game because you know the show starts at like eight or nine and out here the game started at like five thirty, yeah. so I'm the only person rooting for the Celtics, okay? And this Armenian guy, he's like a he's like a limo driver type guy in a suit, you know? Yeah. And Kobe's at the foul line, and he goes to me, he goes, "You see that man, Kobe Bryant?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "His dad is a fucking winner." The man is a <laughs> fucking winner. He is a fucking winner. You hear me? A fucking winner. So, yes, sir, I hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I was like, I I was never going to tell him. I'm like, well, actually, I'm rooting for the Celtics. Yeah, no, you might as well kept that information to yourself. 
I kept that before you got stabbed. I was the only one rooting for the Celtics. It's like the only time that like LA people, well, they go they go nuts for the Dodgers. You've seen some of Gus's videos. Mm-hmm. Our loyal fan Gus, which are the best. Oh, Gustavo's like, an absolute people. nut, and I love it. Yeah, when you have like a seven year old kid, like, fuck you, Drew Brees. Yeah, dude, dude, fuck we'll you, we'll we'll, we'll literally put a jersey on his kid and record the TV while he's yelling, "Fuck this, fuck that, fuck, yeah. fuck you, Drew Brees." Like, like, like he's got a little daughter, and he's like, "Hey, what do you think about Pat Mahomes?" Fuck, Fuck you, Pat Mahomes. Yeah, literally, she, her first it's words was, was was go go I, I Rams love, and fuck Pat Mahomes. I love Gus. He's the man. I no, felt bad is. for the Dodgers. He had like people there crying and shit. Oh yeah, you know, his videos were epic. No, they're the his they're, videos they're were absolutely epic. Um, hysterical. So anyway, I kept my mouth fucking shut. Believe yeah. me, I wasn't gonna be like, well, actually, I, I hate Kobe and I love the Celtics. I was like, yeah, he is a ah, winner. Fuck you, buddy. But he, but he just kept saying, he just kept saying, Colby is a fucking winner. The man is a fucking winner. Look at that man. He is a fucking winner. <laughs> hey, he it's didn't tell fun. a lie. Nah, so, uh, yeah, so it's fun when the Lakers and the Clippers are good out here. Mm-hmm. It's sad that Blake Griffin's not out here. He was very loved. He was actually very loved in the comedy scene. Yep. He often uh, did comedy shows. Uh, I don't know if he was good or not. I never seen him, but he was okay. Step- I saw a few of his shit. It was okay. Yeah, he he tries. Yeah, no, and and, uh, and he's very personable and bubbly, not like a gay yeah, way, he's a but like, guy. so so it, that that plays to his advantage. I used to go see the Clippers when they um. I used to see the Clippers when they uh. When I first moved there, and they sucked. Vinny Del Negro was the coach. Mm-hmm. My man. And now they got they got much better. They got much better. You know, they put some players together. That was Chris the true Paul. Lob City day. I don't think I've been to a basketball game in a long time. I used to go to Clippers games a lot. I've never been to a Laker game. Been a lot of Clippers games. Go to a Lakers game, see if you can sneak up front and sit with Jack Nicholson. Well, now it's going to be hard because with LeBron, the tickets, like, they yeah. did a thing, like, it went up, like, 80%. Like God. every ticket. God almighty. Yeah. So, but they were bad for a while. You could get, it was like Nick Young and, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, the guy who's on the, the Nets now who. D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. He ratted him out with some chick or some shit. Like Robert Sacre. God. Yeah, it was the, the Lakers, time. the Lakers have fielded some bad teams. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. And it's like, they're such a flagship team. It's like, it's bad for the NBA when the Celtics and Lakers are bad. Mm-hmm. It Although the Knicks 100%. have been bad for so long, it's crazy. That is their new identity now, just to be bad. Yeah, I mean, when I grew up, when it was before your time, like they were, they were always second fiddle. They were awesome, but they couldn't get past the Bulls. And you know, they had Patrick Ewing. Yep. They had a scrappy team. This guy John Starks, Anthony Mason, Charles Oakley. Mm, the Oak, Oak Tree. Fun. Yeah, they were a they were a, they were a bruising team. They brawled all the time. Um, it was an interesting time. Speaking of old NBA, happy birthday to Larry Bird. How old is he today? I don't probably a million. I don't know. I was lucky enough to see him play, man. I was lucky. I'm old enough to watch him play. Believe it or not, I mean, I I remember watching some of those great. The world stopped for the Lakers and the Celtics back then. It was as if there were the only two teams that mattered. Yes, they were. That because you knew that was going to be the two teams playing for it, and the and the thing about him too is like, you could be a fan of another team, but you were a fan of either the Lakers or the Celtics mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. Like you were, you were like, okay, I like the I like the Knicks or whatever, but I, I would probably be a Celtics fan if you put a gun to my head with Larry Legend and all that. Oh, he was awesome. The yeah. Kevin McHale, the Chief, Dennis Johnson. I so know, uh, you, Pat Riley actually, actually gave me one of my favorite quotes about Larry Bird. He says, um, "If you." If you if you make me pick a player who could hit a shot to win a game, I'd pick Michael Jordan. But if someone had a gun to my head and I had to pick a player to save my life, I'd pick Larry Bird. Wow. Yeah, there's a great writer named Chuck Klosterman who wrote about all types of shit. He wrote this book called Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs. And a lot of it's about, like, it, he writes all types of weird shit. Like, he wrote an essay about Saved by the Bell. But he wrote this amazing essay about the Celtics and the Lakers. And this is the thing. He asked Pat Riley, he goes, 
how did you get your team to beat the Celtics? And it was the weirdest answer I ever heard. What Pat Riley did was, he's like, I told him the history of what a Celtic is. That they're these kind of warriors that like don't give a fuck and will go through walls. And, and once you're not intimidated by the Celtic, you can beat them. And that was the first lesson he taught them. It wasn't the X's and O's. It was the history of what a Celtic is. I thought that was the craziest thing I've that, ever heard that in my life. That is odd as hell. I don't, I don't yeah. like that. Well, that's how sports used to be, man. It was fucking life or death. I mean, I think it still is, but again, too much politics. I was about to say, it's a different political and yeah. social atmosphere and climate nowadays that I, I think back it's then no it longer like, just about the game. Yeah. It's like if Michael Jordan went gambling till five in the morning and he won the next day, nobody gave a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if these guys, you know, nuts fell off and they still won the game, Brett it, Favre. that's all that matters. That, that, Brett exactly. Favre used to show up to practice hungover all the time, but he was a winner, so keep the train rolling. Yeah, he was on 200 Vicodins. Yeah, no. Uh, like, have you ever heard uh, the Graham Bensinger interview with him? He goes, no. he, he goes into detail about like his Vicodin. He said like most days he just wouldn't even remember practice. He would just go through, just go and do it, and take some advice, and he'd just go through the motions and just. Yeah, I mean, power. That's how that's that's how I kind of was uh, two shows ago with Xanax. Like I don't remember a damn thing. I just powered through through Xanax. Yeah, just morphed through the the hours of the day. But anyway, this is all good shit. Shall we get to the meat and the potatoes of week fourteen in the NFL? Well, let's hold your role. Your role. Let's talk about the two major transactions that we just got in the MLB. Well, baseball. Um, your your hometown team, the Boston Red Sox, just re-signed Sox. Nathan Eovaldi. Four years, and you $67.5 million. And you said you were surprised by this, but I'm not surprised at all because the, what the Red Sox do is they know who's important. They know who's not. They know the who to lock up. Awesome. The guy was is young. He's awesome. He was a prospect way back when who couldn't put it together. Uh, now he has put it together. Yes. I mean, he'll go down in history pitching one of the greatest games ever to win a, to lose a World Series game. Yep. Where he pretty much pitched eight scoreless innings. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if they probably win that game, he's probably MVP of the World Series. Yep. Well, even though Steve Pierce was just a monster. Yes, no, Steve Pierce um, was unstoppable this World Series. Great story, yeah. too. But the Red Sox know who – I mean, like, I can see them not get, re-signing Kimbrell. Uh, I can see them not re-signing a couple of the other guys. They won't re-sign so, Kimbrell so. if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, closers come and go. And the the, the thing about, like, what, what misconception about, like, really good teams, people are like, well, the Yankees are so homegrown. But they can keep their guys. Yeah. They can re-sign their guys. Mm-hmm. A small market team can't re-sign their big-time guys. So they lose no, they them. can't. They, they, there's the allure of going and playing elsewhere. And the only reason yeah. that, I, that I really was surprised that Eovaldi stayed in Boston is because yeah. the market is so thirsty for these pitchers. Sure. I would have I mean, thought that, that, that someone would have backed up the fucking Brinks truck to he's his back door, and, and the Red Sox maybe couldn't afford it. But he's bi- they can afford anybody. He's big-time valuable, plus... He's one of those guys, like, if he's comfortable, why leave? Like, how much money do you need? So he's got $16 million a year. He's comfortable playing Fenway. He's loved there. He had a great postseason. Italian kids. So Boston's they, a cool cool city for him, that in New York. I, yeah. I hope they re-sign Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly came there as a starter, didn't do good, uh, then found himself in the bullpen and then kind of became, like, this folk hero because he got in a fight with the Yankees. And he's a funny, goofy guy. I hope mm-hmm. they re-sign him. Mm-hmm. I don't care much for Kimbrel. I'm surprised. I know you want to talk about the Diamondbacks. I'm shocked what they're doing. Um, they're not that far away from from like really making a run at the World Series. Um, they're not. They just have a, a lot of bad contracts. The Shelby Miller contract. I, th- I think this is the last year that they eat into that Shelby Miller deal that the Braves fleeced them on. They've actually mm-hmm. they've traded. Paul Goldschmidt to St. Louis for a catcher named Carson Kelly, Luke Weaver, the pitcher, um, who's a relief guy, second baseman named Andy Young, and money and draft picks. It'll to be determined. That's that's what's crazy about baseball is that you don't have to spell out the complete terms. You can 
kind of wait two weeks and then kind of be like, oh, yeah, here's this draft pick and here's this money, da, 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 you know? I mean, that's the crazy thing is because, you know, some of these teams, they're not too far away, and then they uh-huh. make a decision like, all right, we're going to go a totally different direction. That could set we're them gonna... back a few years. Well, like, we're just going to cut all our money and start over. And it's like, but you're giving away some damn good ball players. Mm-hmm. You are. I mean, Paul Goldschmidt is a is a all star first baseman. They're talking about getting rid of AJ Pollock. He's a he gets hurt a lot, but he's a big time player. When he's on the field, he's good. Who else? You, who's the pitcher that they get got rid of? Um, Patrick Corbin with, actually yeah, just signed the with the Washington Nationals, six yep. years, one hundred and forty million. Who's a very good player. Hmm. So they got rid of a lot of fucking guy. Like they're basically like. We're starting over. We're going to cut a lot of money. And it's kind of sucky because there was a good three-team race in that division. Mm-hmm. There was. And now it's just the Rockies and the Dodgers. Yep. I think maybe the Dodgers being so good and stockpiling talent kind of scared them. And I think even uh, Seattle decided to just say, fuck it. They did. They they fire sale. They opened up the damn windows and let everybody out. Yeah. And it sucks to see that. It does. Because if. If you're a fan of those teams, you know, Seattle was over 500. I don't think they saw how good, you know, nobody saw how good the A's were going to be. But uh, now they're like, you know, they're in nowhere's near of contention. No, no. Now now they're set back two years. Yeah. Um, Wrapping up a few other guys who have got signed. Um, Garrett Richards, pitcher, went to the Padres. He's a decent arm. Um, yes. Jonathan Shope signed with the uh, Minnesota Twins after being with the Athletics, I want to say. Um, oh, Lewis Coleman signed with the Dodgers. He's an up-and-coming guy, nice arm. Um, other than, Oh, the Kansas City Royals signed Chris Owings, super utility man. Plays every position except for pitcher and catcher. He's, he's, he's a good player. If he could hit above 240, he's doing your job for him, or he's doing his job for you. All right. Is that about it? That's about it in terms of baseball. Well, I don't know really what to say. Is it meat and potatoes time? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like when you used to talk to me about uh, back in the summertime in the NBA where you're like, some guy's trying to uh, back up uh, point guard. Hey, backup point guards are important. Team. Yeah, let's get to the meat and potatoes, motherfucker. <laughs> We're, we're, we're in a shitty time because we're now dealing with some games that don't matter at all, yep. which always sucks. Teams that are out of it, teams that kind of – like Jacksonville, you can tell they had given up last night. Yeah. It, it's, it's like especially Lions, on the road. But like Lions-Cardinals, like <coughs> sucks. I hate games that don't matter. Jets like, at they, Buffalo. Yeah, it's sad. I, it's a tough time. Like I like it when I don't care if a team like needs – 45 things to happen or 1 million. It's like, not going to happen. York, it's not going to happen. Let, let's say the New York Giants are not mathematically eliminated. They're 4-8 right now. But they still have a shot. So they still have to play hard. You know? Well, and like, and, like, and like I was telling Penland uh, today, I was like, look, dude, like sports isn't about getting the players that you want and resting them for next year and shit like that. Tickets are sold and the TV deals are made to where – you have to go out there and try to win every day, even if it's not with your starters in the NFL. Those backup guys want tape; they want to try to audition for a spot next year. So, of you've got you Yeah, but you're a professional. You don't you don't want to go out there every day and get beat. There's no I'm reason looking, to think I'm, like I'm that. I'm looking at your team right now. I mean, Falcons, yep. Packers. I mean, that's shit, such a weird shit game. game. I, I wouldn't know how Packer, Packers will win this game because they're they're going to come out and play for Joe Philbin, the interim head coach. I think I, I they will. And you know what? He, he did the right thing to fire that coach. Me too. What, what, what the fuck is that guy doing? That tweet was just stupid. Like, you've, that you've, been shit a, in house. you've been an assistant coach so long, you you should know that's how. That, that That's a no-go. You wouldn't go dish your boss at lunchtime. I got news for you, man. Aaron Rodgers sometimes will, will – will, the, the Packers will be 5-5, five and five and he'll go 6-1 and one the last – you know, are five and one the last six games a year yep. with with like a, a bum leg or whatever, a fucked up shoulder. He'll carry that team just to get to the playoffs. He sure will. You know, for years. Mm-hmm. This year he didn't want to do that because he was just tired of the bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, like, you, you don't want to tack your fucking franchise no. quarterback. You're no. out of there. No, you don't. 
he's right he's thing. he's more valuable than you are. I'll go ahead and guarantee you that. So we're looking at some of these games that just like, you know, the Browns, I guess, are done versus the Panthers. And I think the Panthers are, are mostly done. They're are, mostly buried. Are, yeah, this is crazy. The Panthers are favored by a point. The Bills are are favored by three and a half. You never know with the Bills and the Jets. I, 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 was, I was about to say, this is a game that the only bet I'll take is the 38 over. Yeah, 38. You you know, are you serious? You Let me tell you something. Every spread I've seen that's been under 40 has gone over. Yeah. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Last night, that's too 38 aggressive. and a half, way over. Yeah, oh, the, the, the Titans almost covered that by themselves. Exactly. Um, I think it was 37 last night. Got to 39. So the first game is a good one. Colts and Texans. That'll be a Texans great game. Are nine nine wins in a row. I'm sure the Colts don't think they'll make the playoffs, but they have a lot of pride. They may. They probably are, if they win they this game, their chances really go up. Yeah, there's a, there's going to be a game that t- the Texans kind of have a bad day. I thought it was last week, but Me too. they cruised. So you say the Falcons are going to lose? That's my that's my official prediction. Yes. So it'll get up for Joe Philbin, who has head coaching experience. Mm-hmm. Didn't do a great job, Miami. I watched the hard knocks with him. I just don't feel like he related to the players. No. Like they just he was just like a teacher that were like, Yeah, he's our teacher, whatever. He's a, a pushover but kind of deal. They didn't want to run through a wall for the guy. No, and, and, and it's also hard to coach in Miami. So much goes on down there. It's so isolated oh, it's from ridiculous. the rest of the world. I I, yeah. I I bet it's hard to coach in Miami. I mean the thing is Miami and LA are very similar. In the NFL, because you suck, people got better things to do on Sunday. Yeah, they don't care. I, yeah. I don't. I don't know any outraged Miami Dolphins fans. So when the Rams first came here and they sucked, and I think it was only for a year they sucked. But like you know, people I thought was like, oh, the first year everybody's into them. But it's like by week six, it's like, yeah, they suck. I'm going to the fucking beach on a Sunday. I was about to say, let's and, let's, go, let's go to the amphitheater to go catch John Mayer. Exactly. I, so I, would, I would I would love to go see John Mayer, though. I'm not going to lie to you. So then we got this shitty game, the Giants and the Skins. The Skins are playing Mark Sanchez. The Giants are favored in this game by a whole field goal, and at three and a half, actually. I think the Skins are going to find a way to win. Me too. I just don't – like, the Giants are pretty much done at this point, so. Well, they're both pretty much done, but I somehow have a weird – I wouldn't touch it. I'm having a lot of trouble with these games because you don't know – which teams that are done are not going to show up? Yeah, like you, like you don't know who who's actually going to come to play, and you don't know who's actually going to make the most of their opportunity to showcase the young yeah, guys. Exactly. I think the Browns are going to play, and that's the thing where I like them. Oh, the, oh, the Browns Panthers. will play. Greg, Greg Williams is auditioning for the head coaching job next year, so he's he's got to play. And, and he, he doesn't Mayfield, have that luxury. I think Mayfield has a lot of pride. Like he's one of those guys. It's mm-hmm. like he'll play in a fucking. Pickup game, like if there was a pickup game in my backyard with my niece, he he's trying here, to win. He, he's trying to win, and he's gonna be throwing fucking darts. Yep, and he's gonna be rubbing it in people's faces. Yep, hundred percent. Ravens Chiefs is a great game. Two teams alive. Uh, I like the Chiefs in this one. Um, Did they cover the six and a half? Yeah, I don't know if Lamar Jack. See, once the Ravens get behind, he's not. If he plays, he's not the type of guy that's gonna like. You know, air it out and come back. One of my best bets this week, under fifty-one. All right, you're taking the under. Interesting. Under fifty-one. What? Uh, and it's weird that in a game the Chiefs play in, that I'll take the under. But Lamar yeah. Jackson and the Ravens' running style will bleed clock like nobody's business. Give me the under at fifty-one. Buy the half point to fifty-one and a half and let it ride. Bucks Saints. Uh, I think the Saints rebound. I think it's like a game where they they're pissed at lost week one. To the, I to think the, they're to gonna the, to the Bucks, and I think it's a game they're gonna play angry. But the Bucks have improved a lot, so it's a tricky game. The defense has gotten really a whole lot better, but I think they know that they're out of it. Um, I would take the over because there's gonna be a lot of garbage time points scored. I think the Saints get hot early, start this game probably twenty-one to seven, and um, they bleed the clock until then. Now, what do you have for this? Uh, I'm looking at spreads for this game. This is an interesting one. Bengals at Chargers. The spread is 15 and a half. Is it the Hugh Jackson effect? Um, 
in, in this particular game, the no. The spread is just so high. Well, well, they're without they're starting Jeff Driscoll at quarterback again. They're without Dalton and AJ Green. Um, Joe Mixon, I think, is is even banged up. Um, you I mean, will never that pathetic. You I will mean, never. And a half you will points. never ever catch me taking a fifteen and a half point spread in an NFL game ever, and one not not once in my life. That's not how the NFL is built. Um, yeah. But I, I, I will take Chargers over and Chargers money line. Yeah, I mean, I just don't see how the Bengals can make it close. They're, they're, they've turned into the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, they have. After a really hot start. Broncos at 49ers. The Broncos are really coming on. Mm-hmm. I think they'll win this game. It's only three and a half, I think, which is kind of low yeah. if you ask me. Yeah, they have a chance. Uh, I'm, I'm taking Cardinals Denver minus three and a half. Cardinals and Lions. I like the Lions in this one. I don't know why. I just do. The Did over you say you like 40. You, you said you said you like the Lions? Yeah, the over under is really low. 40. I'm all about taking the overs when it's really low. Yeah. Um a game that matters, the Eagles and the Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by three. This is the new Cowboys. I hope Mark Dallas Cooper. wins just to put just to put a stab in the heart of, of the Philadelphia Eagles playoff hopes. Well, this is another game where the Eagles, you you just think like, oh, you know, they're cruising. They got it together, and then they fucking, you know. Just drop it. Yeah. Then Dal- Dallas Steelers. is white hot, too. This will be an interesting game. I'll take um, I'll take Dallas minus three and a half. Steelers, Raiders, I love the over. The over is way too low, over under 51 and a half. My best bet, my Stover's Two teams that don't have a defense. pizza. Is over 51 and a half. The Raiders can score now. They have no defense. The Steelers can score. No defense. I see this being like Very a little 40 defense, to 20 Especially in game. coverage. Yeah. The, the, Love Pits- the over. Pittsburgh has a decent line at, at the point of attack, and they can win yeah. the line, but their their quarterbacks and safeties are atrocious. And then we got a great Sunday night game. The Rams at the Bears. It'll be even better if Trubisky plays. I don't think he will. This is a, this I mean, is a, this is a tough again. game because the Bear, the Rams need to win this game. They need it. They don't want to go to the Saints in the no, playoffs. No, they don't. The, the, the Rams are, tr- are trying to win every game. That's why I think yeah. you can count on them to cover the three-point spread. A buy back to half a point to two and a and half. That field goal doesn't kill you. Then a game that I love. I love the Seahawks versus the Vikings. Mm-hmm. In Seattle. I think, and as I said, Russell Wilson is my low-key MVP of the season. Uh, he doesn't have the best record on the best team, but, but he, he is, fits. He fits the mold of what an MVP should be. The guy the who keeps your valuable. team take take exactly. take him off that team. One two wins. What's the maybe. record? Eight and eight, or no? It'll be like seven and six or something like that. Maybe six and seven. Without him, no, what, they're four and eight, three and nine, dude. What? What? what without him? Yeah. Oh, they maybe get one or two wins. Exactly. In my opinion, he's the most valuable player of the NFL this season. Yeah, 100%. I mean, they're not going to give it to him because they give it to a team with the best record. Mm-hmm. But he is the most valuable player in the NFL. Seahawks are 7-5 and five with him. They would probably yeah. be 2-10 two two without him. And that's it. It's a good week. It just – it's getting sad. I mean, Cohen, it gets good around Christmas time because we get all the ball games. Yep. And like I love like the day after Christmas, there's like eight games to watch like every day, and you're you're part you're trying to parlay every game and trying yep. to get lucky and hit four parlays in a row. But um you know, whatever, man. It's it's we're coming up on Christmas, we're coming up at the end of the NFL season, it gets a little depressing. Yeah, I'm, we'll I'm, I'm not excited about, for it at all. I mean, what are we going to do? We're going to have to talk about the NBA. We're going to have to talk about college we're, basketball. We may have to start talking about politics. May, may have to start talking about politics. Let's talk about hockey. Are you dating? I'll let I you. Know, I want to know who the hell Cohen uses fucking in your gross neon shirt. I'd rather I'd rather talk about hockey. Than, than who you're banging? Yeah, hell yeah. You're giving your ginger dick to? Yeah. I'd rather I I'd, I'd rather talk about hockey than the broads. Why would you and I'm some money, and, and I have a buddy who's uh, got a room in in, in uh, Vegas like a few days after Christmas. Fucking get a flight out here and fucking go to Vegas for me for a few days, and we'll just bet on games and drink all day. And you can just you just stay in a casino and drink. And you're safe. 
and you're watching games like a mother. You can watch the last Falcon game of the year. Maybe we're they'll gonna, make the playoffs. We're, we're going to save this for March Madness. You think the Falcons will make the playoffs this year? Oh, yeah. Lock it sucks. in the playoffs. Doesn't it, doesn't it suck that you, because you love them so much, doesn't it suck that they're not going to make the playoffs this year? And 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 that's why I feel as strongly as I do about who the, firing who Dan Quinn. Who do the Patriots Quinn. play this week? Are the Patriots on a bye? They're on, they're on a bye. Man, that is a late bye. Mm-hmm, it is. I think all the byes stop this week, right? Or next week? That sucks for playoffs. Mm-hmm. That sucks. I have Tom Brady. I got to play fucking uh, Kirk Cousins versus the Coon. By the way, I let, let me make the sure money. they're on by. I, I have like half the money from people in our league. Start what am I going to do? And should I just give the money that I have to the winner? Nah, you better start breaking kneecaps. I'm going to say, people, send me your fucking money, man. Text them. Text them separately. Don't don't put a group message in there. I mean, no, no. Dude, New there, England is at Miami. I know buddy. I ain't gonna get the money from. He's ghosting me like a motherfucker. E Maxwell. Yeah. Fuck it. You guys hit up Eric Maxwell. Yeah. Eric fuck, Maxwell, fuck Eric Maxwell. Say, give Matty Goldberg the fifty bucks. So whoever wins can get paid. Who's gonna win Be our cool. league, by the way? Um, probably Brad Meacham. His hey, Brad. Suck these holiday Hanukkah nuts, Brad Meacham. Yeah, I was suck playing. The, I know. I was playing I video games with Brad the other day. Suck these nuts. Uh, Brad's a little fag. He, he kept on killing me in the video game we were playing the other day. Red Dead Redemption. He kept on grieving me. Well, I don't know what to say about that. No, All I, right, I buddy. I got I to gotta run. I'm no, hey, go. hey. New England's playing Miami Sunday. So there's no buys. No, no buys. How did we miss that game? I don't know. We were. You, you go in like a weird order. I was trying to keep up. You know what it is? I went to two different websites. That's what I did. Yep. It's a nine-point spread. Miami, New I got England seven and never, a half. Here's the thing. New England never wins in Miami in December. Mm-hmm. Miami Miami seems to be their, some their reason, kryptonite. They can't win in Miami. The, and, and they just they have like a – but I think Miami sucks so bad this year. I think they'll win. I don't know if they'll cover the spread, but I think they'll win. I go money line and over 48. Yeah. It's a tricky game, though. It is a tricky it is. game. It is. I won't touch although, that spread. Nine although and a half somehow years. the Patriots will find themselves like with the like, you know, home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Somehow they always find themselves there. Yep. De- uh, there's three constant things in this life: death, taxes, and the Patriots hosting the AFC Championship game. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. All right, man. I'm gonna run at Matty Goldberg on Instagram, at Matty Goldberg one on Twitter. I love you guys. Uh, happy Hanukkah and Merry Christmas. But we got a lot of bowl games to cover, and uh, let's take the over on. Let's take let's take the over on this Army Navy game. Let's hope there's some actual scoring in this game. I'll do it. All right, love you, man. All right, buddy. Love you too, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Cohen Hughes. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Cohen underscore Hughes. Search me on Facebook. Um, I'm also on another podcast, which is the affiliate, the NBA affiliate of this podcast, the association with Thomas Penland. Um, Google me. I'm on Reddit. I'm on Snapchat. I'm on fucking everything but Twitter, really, because Twitter's full of toxic people. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Jackie Robinson episode number 42 of the Daily Degenerate Podcast. We sincerely hope you enjoyed.